At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a shit. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Yeah. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast. Great to be with you today. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com, my website. Go there and check out my website if you're interested in golf lessons from me at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. Been teaching a lot, a lot of great students, and pretty much everybody listens to my podcast, so that's good to hear. I appreciate all the support. Glad you guys uh, like listening, and if you want some in-person help, you can find out all the information at HaneyUniversity.com. All right. First tournament of the year now not first technically i guess term of the year because you had the uh you got the wraparound on the pga tour which is going away next year thank god uh something i never could wrap my head around was the wraparound schedule the uh 22-23 schedule versus the calendar year schedule which you know as long as i coached on tour you always thought okay this is the start of the year, first term of the year. Most of the, my teaching career, coaching career, you had the fall to practice, get ready for the beginning of the year, and then you had the, the first term of the year. And hopefully, hopefully you were playing in the Tournament of Champions. 
used to be played uh, different places. La Costa was played at. I remember that. And then Kapalua. Uh, been, to all, been to all those places. Always loved uh, that event. Loved getting in that event. Loved uh, players that I coached getting in that event because it felt like you, you, know, you earned it. You did something the year before. Of course, this year at the Century Tournament of Champions at uh, Kapalua, Maui, Hawaii, they changed it a little bit to let more people in. So they let I think they let everybody in that had either won or had finished uh, top 30 in the FedEx Cup playoffs. So if you didn't win, but you got your way into the top 30, you got in. And I don't know. They might have thrown in some other exemptions too. Anyway, uh, pretty much everybody showed up. Everybody but Roy McElroy. Uh, there's a little loophole in the... Uh, elevated events where all the players have to play in the quote-unquote elevated events, except you can opt out of one of them. And Rory McIlroy opted out of the Century Tournament of Champions. I I, I didn't play there or, or coach there. Uh, we didn't play there, or he didn't play there. Every year when I coached Tiger, I always wanted him to play at Kapalua. You know why? Uh, because... The fairways are so wide, you can't miss a fairway. And the greens are so big, it's hard to miss a green. So virtually every player in the field hits a minimum of 75 or 80% of their fairways, and they hit a ton of greens. All right. And when I was coaching Tiger, the idiots in the golf media that thought they knew something about the game of golf. And, and, and very few of them know a third of what they think they know. But they would look at Tiger's statistics and they would say, oh, you know, he's, he's not hitting as many fairways since Hank Haney has coached him. You know, look at his greens and regulation. Well, by the way, he was, he was by far the best uh, strokes gained T to green, by far the best strokes gained with his irons, approach shot to the green. And if you go back and look at, at, at those years, when they put this strokes gained statistics on things, which is a, a real measurement of how you stand relative to your peers, how you stand relative to the courses that you're playing, uh, Tiger was great off the tee too. Very few penalty shots. Hardly ever took a penalty shot. Hit the ball forever, and you know, didn't didn't miss it in, in bad spots. So he had had good statistics. But 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 he would miss fairways. And you know what? When people hit the ball three hundred twenty yards, they're going to miss fairways. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I've said this many times. How many times I've st- stood behind a tee shot on a tee, watched Tiger pipe this thing. It looked like it was straight down the middle of the fairway. Couldn't have been hit any better. Came off his club, could not have been hit any better. And you walk up there 300 and something yards away, and the ball is hitting the fairway, and it's bounced, and it's bounced, and it's bounced, and then it rolls out. You see how many? See, see how far those balls were rolling out at the, uh, the Tournament of Champions, Century? I mean, a downhill course, and I mean, oh, my God. 
Did that drive me crazy watching that when they just had to show you for 30 seconds? They got the clock up there. 32 seconds a ball was until uh, it came to rest. I mean, like, like that's an important statistic. Like, anybody cares? I'm like, you know, okay, one time, hey, my ball, that ball was rolling for 30 seconds. Who cares? Why, why is that something they make a big deal of? Anyway, ball rolls, it rolls, it rolls. I remember Matthew Fitzpatrick at the shot on one hole. I was watching on Sunday. Beautiful drive right down the middle of the fairway. Rolls, 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 rolls. 32 seconds it rolls. And finally it rolls into the rough. Well, there's a missed fairway. And, you know, th- th- this, is, this is what the uh, golf media didn't understand back in the day. Uh, you could hit a great drive and still miss a fairway. And, and missing a fairway when you're 320 yards up there is better than hitting the fairway at 250. I can promise you that. It's better than hitting the fairway at 270. It's better than hitting the fairway at 290. It's better than hitting the fairway at 300 in many cases. So that's that's just the fact. Uh, but at Kapalua, you couldn't miss the fairway. So so the reason I, I always wanted Tiger to play there is is – I knew as a coach, statistically, and this was before they had all the strokes gain statistics that do a, a, a much better job of uh, telling you who the best ball strikers are and were, and that was Tiger, who was the best ball striker. But before they had those statistics, they went off fairways hit and greens and regulation. And I would say to Sue to the uh, you know media guys when I was trying to educate them a little bit, which they didn't want to hear you know any anything that could educate them. But uh, what I would say to them is, is <laughs> you, you play at Kapalua, you hit seventy five percent of your fairways. You go to the to the next course, and you hit twenty five percent of your fairways. You're still at fifty percent. You go you, you go play at at a you know U.S. Open, and you hit you know forty nine percent of your fairways, or let's say you hit fifty percent at the U.S. Open. Is that statistic the same? No, it's not. It 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 depends on what course you're playing. So these statistics would get skewed tremendously with the players that were playing at Kapalua. Now, yeah, over a period of time. It would work its way out, but if you played at Kapalua, you were guaranteed to have a good statistical record. Fairways hit, greens and regulation, you were absolutely guaranteed to have a good statistical record at least through half the year. Just by playing that one tournament. Because you couldn't screw it up enough in the other tournaments to, to overcome the great advantage you gained from playing that golf course where you couldn't miss a fairway, you couldn't miss a green. Anyway, that's why I wanted Tiger to play it. Because as a coach, I always thought, you know, well, I'm not hitting the putts, I'm not hitting the shots. You know, he, he does that. But what am I being judged on? I'm being judged based on statistical improvement. And I always felt like every year, if we don't do better in some statistical categories, then I'm not doing my job. 
Either we got to get better in greens regulation, better in, in fairways hit, better in distance, uh, be able to say, hey, we didn't hit as many fairways, but we hit a lot farther. Uh, it, we hit more shots close to the hole, and we didn't miss it in the wrong place. Uh, we got more balls up and in. We, you know, whatever the statistical improvement was, that's what I always thought. You know, you've got you've got to be able to show that you have statistical improvement. So I always I always hoped that. Any player I was coaching would play at that tournament because statistically, I knew you'd do great. You'd do, you'd have ridiculous numbers on distance because the ball's rolling straight down the fairway for 32 seconds, and you would also hit a ton of fairways and a ton of greens. So that was one of the reasons that uh, I, I, I liked playing. Plus, it's it's absolutely beautiful. Although it does rain there a lot. You don't realize that in Maui, in that part of Maui, it rains it rains a ton. But this year, the weather was good for the uh, Century Tournament of Champions. Uh, and, you know, it was a good field. I mean, they, it was a great field. They had a great field there. And the only player that was missing was Rory. And, 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 and yet, the ratings were down. They said the ratings were down like 25%. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. You know, I... I people talk about the ratings and how many people are watching and it just seems to me like things are changing so much. I mean, first off, how do they know how many people are watching? When they're talking about ratings, are they are they counting everybody that's watching online that's streaming? I mean, do I like I stream at our house. We stream. I don't have a cable, you know, a network. I don't have a satellite dish. We stream. Online, that's just something we've been doing now for just a, a, a couple years. I find it to be a, a little easier. It's uh, I don't know if it's a little cheaper. They kind of sell you on it being cheaper, but by the time you sign up for this and you sign up for that and you sign up for this, it maybe doesn't even work out to be cheaper, but it's supposed to be a little cheaper. But I'm wondering, do, do the ratings count? You know, that that's happening more and more. More and people, more and more people are streaming. You know, they call them cord cutters. They're not, they're cutting their uh, cable cord, and they're they're streaming. More and more people are doing that. So when they talk about these ratings, you know, do they include everybody that's streaming? And maybe you know, people aren't necessarily watching on TV, but they're streaming or they're following on social media, and it doesn't mean they're not you know, paying attention to, to golf. I, I, so I don't, I don't know when they say the ratings are down 25%. I don't know if I really, first off, I don't know if I believe it. I don't know what that means. I don't know what they're including. You know, it's like when they were ripping on LIV tour for the ratings being way down and, and nobody watches, you know, and they go, oh, only this many people were on YouTube at one time. Well, they're, they're broadcasting all, on all different kinds of, of, of uh, venues of all different kinds of, of online uh, options and all the, these different countries and the, the numbers that people were throwing out, of course they're all, you know, people that are biased negatively against LIV and they're saying, Oh, only this many people are watching. Nobody cares. And that's not, it, that's not really accurate. It wasn't, they never threw out an accurate number because they didn't count everything. So I don't, I don't, you know, and, and by the way, if, you know, you, Look at, you know, the ratings for the the match, okay? The Tiger, Rory versus, uh, you know, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth match. And you say, well, you know, only this many people watched. Yeah, that, that might be true. But what about, the, what about the millions of people that saw the little clip 
that Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth did kind of making fun of uh, the fact that they beat Rory and, and Tiger and they were asking them about what, what happened? How could you lose to us? Don't worry. Everybody does. It was a, a, a fun clip that they did. And millions of people saw it. Millions. Millions. The impressions were millions. Well, that was generated off of that, that golf tournament. I mean, it wasn't a golf tournament. It was an exhibition. Hey, they're all exhibitions except the majors. Uh, but that was a real exhibition. It only had four people in it. Oh, by the way, was there a cut at Kapaloa? At the Century Tournament Chip? Oh, no, oh, there wasn't, wasn't there? Oh, well, the, the, so those rules, they just make them up as they go along. Uh, you have to have a cut in a certain amount of tournaments to get to get points. <laughs> There's no cut at Kapaloa. Short field, no cut. Oh, well, that field's short. Well, that's okay, because the rest of our tournaments aren't short field. I, that, that logic, just, it just I, I'm lost in it. I don't get it. I don't understand why all your tournaments get points because most your tournaments have cuts. I can I just cannot wrap my head around how uh, that 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 point. I don't I don't get it. I mean, if you need to have a cut to get points, world golf ranking points, then wouldn't tournaments that don't have cuts not get points because that's what they're doing to LIV? I, that that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, the exhibition at Century Tournament of Champions was uh, was was good. I mean, I, I I like I like watching. Rory didn't play. Hey, how many people watch Rory? I mean, how many people think Rory's on TV? Rory's playing in the tournament. And I can't wait to turn on the TV. R- Rory's not. Rory's a star in his mind. Uh, he's a star golfer. I'll get you, give you that. But Rory's not a. He he is not a TV draw. Let's not let's not confuse him for Tiger Woods. I mean, he played in that match, and he was easily the least noticeable. I mean, the stars of that show were Tiger. Was one. 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, 1E, 1F, 1G, 1H, keep going. Uh, Tiger, and then Jordan Spieth, and Jordan Spieth, and then Justin Thomas, and Justin Thomas. And Justin Thomas, by the way, is, is, is good on those matches, and, and he's, he's, he's got a, a good personality, and, and, uh, you know, I don't think, but I don't think a lot of people are, are turning, you know, tuning in to watch Justin Thomas either. But he does a good job when he's on there. Uh, Jordan Smith will move the bar a little bit, you know, more so if he's in contention. But I don't think, you know, the ratings were down 25%. If Jordan Smith would have won the tournament, you know, ratings would have been down you know, 23%. Uh, they're still going to be down. If Rory plays there, what are the ratings going to be? They're not going to be any different. No different whatsoever. Zero, zero difference. That's what they would be. So it's it. it I don't. I don't think you you can blame it or or you know say hey that if it would have been better because of this. And the only difference makes is Tiger. That's it. And you know, of course, he's 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 down to maybe just the majors. Maybe just the majors. Who knows? We'll, we'll wait and see. But it's still fun to watch. It's great. I I, I enjoyed the heck out of watching that golf tournament. 
I but I like watching all golf. Like I said, you know, you know, people don't want to hear that, uh, but I, I like watching. I like watching golf, and I like watching the the tournament of champions. And it was uh, it was a, a good field, and it was uh, a, a, a you know some good storylines, and you know there was a few things that I I, I kind of picked up on that that I, I want to talk about. Um. <laughs> These are just a few things on my list here, all right? Number one, I, I, how many times did Paul Azinger talk about the pressure? The pressure, the pressure, the pressure. You know, when Colin Morikawa's given up his six-shot lead, nine shots to John Rahm after, after one hole, and it's just the pressure. It's all the pressure, the pressure. Oh my gosh! It's just like you know, I, I get it. There's there is a lot of pressure. Um, what what is the pressure really? Nobody's going to remember who won that tournament. Sure, the players want to win, no doubt about it. I get it. Uh, there's a lot of money involved, but I thought it wasn't about the money. It's about the trophy. So, I. You know, Colin Morikawa has has won two major championships. There's only four real golf tournaments. And in his short career, he's already won two of those. He's halfway to the career Grand Slam. He's more than halfway, if he's not already there, to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's going to win enough golf tournaments to get to the Hall of Fame. You know, two majors, I don't know what you got to win, 10, 15 tournaments, 12 tournaments, you get to the Hall of Fame, two majors and 12 tournaments. I mean, he's going to do that. So he's got plenty of money. Uh, he, yeah, he wants to win. But I'm not, I'm not, I just think the, the whole, you know, pressure this, pressure that, Azinger loves to talk about that. You know, sometimes stuff just happens, you know, and you just, you hit a a bad shot and you get a bad break. And sometimes all your good breaks just, sometimes they just stop happening. The ball, I always tell my students this. I said, that ball does not know you're nervous. And by the way, if you weren't nervous, you'd be the only one that wasn't nervous. I mean, is this guy more nervous than that guy? And maybe because of because of inexperience. But Colin Moore, Colin's got a lot of experience. You know, maybe maybe stuff just happens. You know, maybe the wind comes up in the middle of your shot, and the ball comes up just a little bit short, and it spins back back off the green. And maybe you got a tough shot into the grain where you're pitching into the grain. And maybe that's a hard shot for everybody, which, by the way, it is. It's a really hard shot for everybody. And maybe you catch it a little fat. You know, bad luck, bad shot, compounds it. And, you know, maybe it happens on the next hole. And then, boom, next thing you know, the other guy uh, hits some good ones. And that's kind of the, you know, the, the, the way it is. That's the way it works out. Another observation I had from the, the uh, 
tournament was, boy, oh boy, they are sure spending a lot of time talking about how much money they're playing for. Like one of the things, you know, back in the day, it was all about the money. Where you finished on the money list determined where you were on the PJ Tour rankings. And then it changed. And then they they wanted to get another sponsor. And somebody willing to pay a lot of money was FedEx. And we're not going to talk about money anymore. We're just going to talk about FedEx Cup points. Because instead of mentioning money, every time we mention FedEx points, we say FedEx. And every time we say FedEx, we write it down on a piece of paper and we tell FedEx how many times we said FedEx. And then we charge FedEx more for saying FedEx this many more times. That's the way it works. That's the deal. So that was the thing. Okay. And they didn't, and there was no talk about money. Matter of fact, you got to hunt. You know, I go through the statistics all the time, pjtour.com. You got to hunt to find where the money list is. You know, how much money have these guys made? But now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, we are talking about money all the time. The purse has increased, the this has increased. Uh, we're playing for this much, and they're obvi- and it's, it's pretty obvious why they're doing that, because that's a big topic with with live golf. I, I mean, it's not, I don't blame them. I mean, no, they they I guess they should be talking about that. It's just I just found it interesting that that there was, uh, you know, now all of a sudden there's there's so much talk about the uh, the, the money. All right, here's another one for you. We had the new announcers out there. Uh, Brad Faxon, Smiley Kaufman. I mean, Smiley Kaufman, I, I guess he was following one of the last groups. I mean, I, this was going to spruce up the, the telecast, get it updated or something. You know, get rid of uh, Roger, uh, get rid of uh, Gary Koch, and we got the Smiley Kaufman and uh, Brad Faxon. I couldn't even tell when Brad Faxon was talking. Um I'm sure he did a good job. Uh, you know, he he knows golf. Uh, nice guy. Uh, Smiley cop. What what does he say? What, you know, he. I mean, I'm sure he'll be good too. I I don't know. I mean, I. You know, sometimes you know, new blood is good. I mean, I like when you know Colt Nost on CBS is. I think he's he's new blood and he's 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 been nice. He's brought a lot to it. He's good. He's really good. Maybe Smiley Kaufman will be really good too. But but you know what? If you want to change the 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 broadcasts and make them better and make them more entertaining, it just seems to me like you need to do something different. You can't just play musical chairs. So I don't really understand what's different. Like to me, the telecast looked the same, although they had the drone follow the ball as it was rolling down the fairway. That was like, do you know how much time they spent? Why do we need to see where the ball ends up as it rolls down the fairway? What difference does it make? Because the whole thing, the whole suspense was because these balls end up in this, they all end up in the same place, relatively speaking. So we watched the ball for 30 seconds. We watched this ball roll down the fairway. And we're just waiting 
for when it makes its last roll and comes to rest to see if it ends up in a divot. And we got to wait. We got to watch this for 30 seconds. And that is a good telecast. And it got better because we put some new blood out there. We got Smiley. What did he really say that was like, I mean, you know, I mean, he played on the tour, won a tournament. Okay. You know, he's friends with Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. Okay. I mean, what, what is he, you know, what, what, I can't wait to see what he's bringing to things. I'm not a guy. Like, he seems like a nice guy. I like the guy. He's a, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I mean, Roger Maltby, Gary Coke, and they were pretty good, weren't they? I mean, and what, what are these guys, you know, if, if you're going to change the, the deal and just do something different and, you know, have more innovation or do, I don't know what to do anything other than a drone following a golf ball down a fairway rolling for 32 seconds. I, and I don't really know how you've really made things a lot better. And maybe it's, maybe it's going to come start happening pretty soon. I don't know. Anyway, that was just a, a, another, another observation. One of my Paul Azinger observations, uh, besides the, um, uh, the 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 fact that he he was talking about um, you know Colin Morikawa and the pressure was him his obsession with this JJ Spawn's putting he must have said it like five times this is my new favorite stroke on the tour and you know if you if you listen listen to to me on my podcast you know that I you know when I hear stuff like that I immediately without hesitation, go to the computer and I check out the statistics. J.J. Spawn, I mean, seriously, he's won one golf tournament. He won the Texas Valero Open. I have been to the Texas Valero Open. It is fantastic. They have a, they have a huge tent set up behind the 16th green, I think it is, and it is for veterans and first responders and active military personnel, and they can all go there and enjoy the tournament. And it's one of the great things they do. And the tournament is incredibly well supported by the city of San Antonio. And it's a, in my mind, that makes it a great tournament, raises a lot of money for charity. Valero is a great sponsor. Talk about an exhibition. Talk about a weak field. Uh, I mean, that is it right there. You know, it, it, this is where, you know, Jordan Spieth got his, you know, game back on track, winning the Valero Open. Uh, and this is J.J. Spahn's one win is the Texas Valero Open. Not, not to take anything away. We win on the PGA Tour. It's a great win. But J.J. Spahn is my new favorite stroke on the tour. Paul Heiser kept saying this over and over and over again. And I'm like, wow, I never, I never knew J.J. Spahn was such a good putter. Let me look. Let me just check out his statistics. Let me see what he is. Where is he? This, I mean, this guy must be awesome. I must have missed something. I didn't know he was the best putter on tour. Oh, here we go. 2023, short season, not many tournaments so far. I don't know how many he's played. Three, four, whatever. Five, I don't know. He's 80th in putting. Uh, too, well, maybe he's just off to a little bad start, but stroke looks great. Uh, Paul Azinger says stroke looks great. I don't think a stroke looks bad. I'm just saying that is the obsession with it over oh, a new favorite stroke. Well, you better, you, you, you better 
take a good look at it. Because what you're doing is you're watching a short field event. And at a short field event, like the Kapalua Century Tournament of Champions, you get to see a lot of players. Oh, which, by the way, you get to see a lot of players when you watch Live Golf, too. But you get to see a lot of players in a short field event. And and when you get a big field event and you get 150 players out there and you got 150 players on the course and then you have uh, cut and half those guys go away and and the weekends they only show the last few group that are leading the tournament or winning the tournament or in contention, you're not going to get a lot of chance to watch J.J. Spawn. I can just promise you that. That you can be assured of. You won't get a lot of chance to watch J.J. Spawn. So you better take advantage of it at the uh, Century Tournament of Champions. But uh, putting, uh, 2023, 80th J.J. Spawn. 2022, 81st. 2021, 172nd. And 2020, 131st. So I guess he's maybe he's improved his stroke because he's gone from 172nd in 2021 to 80th. Uh, 81st last year and 80th this year. And here's a guy who's is ball striking, T to green, 84th, uh, 2023, 86th in 2022, 115th in 2021, and 165th in 2000. So to my point, you better, uh, you better really check out that stroke uh, because you're not going to see it a lot when you watch TV this year. Anyway, just it's just some of my comments that I couldn't uh, I, I couldn't overlook when I was watching the Century Tournament of Champions this uh, last week. It was, but you know what? I I enjoyed watching it. It was great. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, remember HaneyUniversity.com for information on lessons with me and VoodooPainRelief.com for your free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. If you've got the aches and pains, muscle soreness, it is the absolute best product you can use. And it will help you like right away. Try it. Check it out. It's a free offer. VoodooPainRelief.com. All right, we'll talk to everybody soon. Have a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and all the best. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.